got Woo! Y'all, it finally worked. Y'all don't know the fucking phone technology. <laughs> we should have. We should have. We're mad. We should have bought, bought stock in Zoom and Google. I mean, right? Because it's like it's going to be going on until sometime next year. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then all right, kids. Up, it's us. Uh... Yeah. Welcome back to I'm gonna let you finish episode twenty five. We met, we're 25 years old. Wow. Oh, wait, is it 25? It is 25, right? The last one was 25. Yes, oh, I'm, 25. you know, yeah, my counting is not, my math skills, as you know, are not great, but yes, yes. It's 25. Listen, kids, we know that we're primarily, we like to bring things around to music because, you know, we started out really as a music-based show. You know, this pandemic kind of threw us for a loop. So we're going to get back to, you know, hopefully soon doing really music-based episodes but you know amy right now is a teacher shout out to all the teachers trying to figure this out with some classes in person she's got some classes online and shout out to all of the teachers who are back in school in new york city this week really trying to figure the fuck out well we got a mayor and a governor that can't seem to really come up with a cohesive plan shout out to the teachers and the parents putting up with the up and down and up and down and right and left and uh, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, I'm glad. how are you I, coping? I'm not, you know, meditating, just being super. <laughs> no, right. seriously, right. just trying to be super patient. The good thing is that this is not something that only I am in. They're in it too. They're as confused. And in a way, they have more stake. I mean, I teach college, so it's different. In yeah. a way, they have more stake because this is their college career, whereas, you know, it, it's a different level of anxiety on their part. Um, is college, are you doing pass-fail for the college courses? How is no, it working? Not, no, not anymore. That was last, okay. last semester. I mean, it's for real. But, you know, we can't take attendance into we, – we don't take attendance into uh, considering – I mean, I had a student hit me up the other day, and he's got COVID, you know. Not wow. a kid who's coming in in person. Right. You know, so we're dealing, but, I mean, most of them have been very cooperative, but a lot of them, I have one, two students who, one's in Russia, one's in Albania because they can't come back into the country, one's in Florida, one's in Houston. So right. it's a lot. It's a lot. But I think, you know, we'll make it through. That said, if I had a college-age kid, I wouldn't have let him go this year. I would have deferred the year. I have to say, most of my friends with kids did not let their kids go back. Some of those schools were open, and they were like, no, Mike, no, 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 we're doing home. No, not home because school. of health. Because of money and the social yeah. experience, you uh, know? <laughs> oh, well, it's so funny because I, I just went, you know, to have my checkup, like, finally having an in-person checkup and get my shots in the last couple of the season. And I was talking to my doctor and her son um, is in college. And, you know, this is like a big year for him. And, you know, he's home. And I was asking, well, are they at least, is there some sort of prorated rate because the kids are all at home? She said, no, it's just they took off the dorm fees, but it's, I'm paying right. the same amount of money. For my kid to be sitting up in the bedroom where I'm paying for everything yeah, and learning on the computer that I paid for. Yeah, the food fees, the food, the the dorm and the housing and the food, and that's it. Same thing. Right. Yeah. It's kind of oh. crazy, but you know. Well, we thought that 2020 could not get worse, but we're like, oh, not only has hell frozen over, the ice capades are in town, starring Tanya Harding, because <laughs> RBG. 
the vaunted RBG left us last week in a very shocking, like she's just one of those people you felt like could hold on because she did so many times. And just, I think for women, she's just, I mean, the things that she did for women, for all women, it did not matter. Like, listen, even if you did not ideologically agree with her, as a woman, she fought for all women. And I think every woman should stand up for her. And they should also demand that you not just push somebody through onto the Supreme Court to fill that seat because of who she was and what she means to women and will mean to future generations of women. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, first off, she, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, in her own way was as impactful for for women and for feminism and for things that women now take for granted, like being able to go to law school, being able to be a full-time mother and a full-time wife and a full-time, having a full-time, very demanding career. So she was very much a pioneer in that, and she codified the law to support. I mean, I think a lot of women, younger women, and understandably, don't understand the impact because they've never seen a situation where a woman is told when she's in law school, you're taking the place that a man could have, just as Ruth Bader Ginsburg was told. Um, But I I think that um, she was in her own way as impactful as a John Lewis or an Elijah Cummings in our modern history because she, she blazed trails and, you know, we don't have gay marriage without her, you know, without her. We don't right. have the, the Lily Ledbetter Act. So it's very, very sad. And, and it shows, I mean, and you, we both noticed this. I mean, when's the last time you saw people laying flowers when a judge dies? Right. You know, she's a judge. None of us, most of us have no contact with the Supreme Court other than reading the decisions, but I would guarantee you that most people in this country couldn't name a member of the Supreme Court except for her. Right. Because she was such a pop culture phenomenon. You've seen the uh, documentary, right? Like three times. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> Literally it's, like three times. Yeah, it's really... I mean, you know, it's a bit of a kind of like she walked on water, but that's fine. I mean, yeah. it's really, really inspiring. I read they're going to put a statue up of her in Brooklyn. Which is really cool. I love yeah. that she embraced being called a notorious RBG, and she said, "Well, you know, it makes a lot of sense because we have a lot of things in common. We were both born and bred in Brooklyn. Boom, right. there you go." <laughs> she was the size of like Biggie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, it's really crazy. The first time I saw him in person, I had no idea that he was tall and big. Oh, he was he was like a mountain. He was huge. Like 6'3", right, or something? Yeah, he was really tall. I had no idea. Yeah, but she's um, she's just an ex- – I mean, she really was an extra. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for women who don't uh, hold the same political and social beliefs as me because I don't 
talk to women who don't have, I don't have any interest in knowing those people because right. I don't fucking care at this point. It's like, I don't have friends who are Scientologists either. Um, right. But she really, really, I hope uh, she really, really is important for women everywhere. Even if you didn't believe in what she believed in. I mean, yeah. you have to give her her that, you know, give it, give it to her for what she, so it's very, very sad I too thought she would live forever. I mean, she beat cancer four fucking times. And pancreatic cancer. Everybody that I've known personally who's had pancreatic cancer died from it. And oh, yeah, then, yeah. then other people that you heard of getting pancreatic pancreatic cancer usually died from it. Alex Shebeck is fighting a good fight, but it's a really hard one. Yeah. And again, well, when you watch the movie, which CNN is playing and is on Netflix and all that, she goes, I mean, she literally was the size of a whisper, okay? Yeah. I mean, she's tiny. And she's in the gym pumping iron, and I'm sitting there going, what's your excuse, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't still, have you still do Pilates and shit. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I'm not fucking pumping iron, okay? <laughs> Dragging my fat ass out of bed is not pumping iron. <laughs> no, but so she really is an extraordinary woman. And, and right. I know that there's been some debate about the, you know, the intersectionality of, 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 um, Black Lives Matter movement and, and the civil rights movement and the women's mm -hmm. movement. And the women's movement has very often been seen as a white feminist movement. But yeah. I have, and I, and I understand that argument and I agree with it in, in some ways that it has been skewed away from black women. But I will say I've been very well, black women felt completely excluded from right. the, the entire I, movement. But I've been really, then there's a great editorial, a great article about that in the Times today, in, in uh, Tuesday's Times. But I've been very heartened to see the across-the-board tributes to her from black women, from yeah. Hispanic women. And I don't think they're just doing it to have good TV. I've been very heartened to see... Um, I'm just, yeah, I think it's really, really sad. I was shocked, though it's not unexpected, obviously, right. but it's very right. sad. The timing, of course, couldn't be worse. Yes, We're not even right. going to get into that because... Ugh, because it's just disgusting. You know what I mean? It really is disgusting. But this, what, you know what, everybody? Vote. I want you to vote. And, I, and vote up and down the ticket. We need to take everybody out. I don't think the Republicans have been good for people. I don't even think these Democrats have been good for people. So we need to make changes up and down the board. But we need to control the Senate. The, the Democrats have to get the Senate because if Trump wins again, which he could, controlling the Senate will definitely curtail a lot of the bullshit that is happening. And that's why I always say on this show, these smaller races, your city council, your gubernatorial races, your mayoral races, that shit counts. You people who just show up when it's a presidential race, that's not what's changing everything in your local municipalities and all of the stuff that you're really frustrated about. You need to vote up and down your ticket. And we need to get new young people with fresh ideas in there because Washington is stuck. People get there. They're not working on either side for the people. They're just fighting and nothing is getting done except Republicans filling up the courts with judges. And that's not helping anybody in their real life. It's not helping the Republicans who are voting for Republicans. It's not helping the Democrats who are voting for Democrats. That's all we're going to say on that. 
Can I just say this to you, Amy? Would you ever be excited to read a 768-page book? No. <laughs> and that's well, the end of our stuff. <laughs> well, Thank you. Remember to tip your waiter on the way out. Well, a promised land, President <laughs> Obama's presidential memoir, <laughs> volume one. Are there pictures? Are there, like, illustrations? I, have, I don't know, but it is. 768 pages. Yeah, I can't, you know. And the first printing, I believe, they say they're printing 3 million copies. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, it will sell. I mean, Hillary Clinton's book sold a gang of copies. Michelle Obama's book. Michelle sold, sold eight. Yeah, she sold, sold eight. Gang of copies. Yeah. You know. I, but, I you know, none of their books were 768 pages. That's a lot. Even if you get an audiobook version... I feel like you'll be listening to it for two months, 768 pages. That's a lot of reading. Yeah. But he is a great writer. He's a great writer. So I feel like if Barack Obama is writing 768 pages or something, there must be a lot of good reading up in there. So I'm down for it, and I'm definitely going to buy it. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I, I mean, I think yeah. He is a great. Re- he is a great writer. Um. Um, I, I, I don't think I will buy it. I mean, that's because I don't think Barack Obama is a great writer and stuff. Did I didn't buy his show? last book. Huh? No, I didn't read that either. I'm not. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, not because, No, not because I have anything against him. First off, I yeah. rarely buy books. I used right. to take them out of the library. Um, right. but also because, um, it's not my kind of book. I don't like, I, I like fiction. Yeah. So when I, um, not that I, you know, I like juicy celebrity bios. <laughs> right. I want, you know, and since I know who she is. Like a good old school Kitty Kelly. Remember yeah, Kitty Kelly used to do scandalous yeah, books? Since, yeah, since I know who she fucked and she didn't do any drugs, <laughs> yeah, not so much. You feel like that story doesn't intrigue. Yeah, you- not, not so much, you know. Now, I would like to read about Bo the dog. I think he's fascinating. <laughs> Doesn't Bo have a book? I believe Bo has a book. He probably does. He probably does. He probably has a book deal and a a docuseries with animals playing it. Right. Produced by Oprah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Um, what do you think about Madonna co-writing and directing her own biopic? It's bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> Will we get the real version, or are we gonna get? Are no, we gonna of course get not. Of course you won't. You cannot. You cannot direct your own biopic. You can't do it. You can't. I mean, it's physically impossible. It's like when someone says, "Go fuck yourself." You actually literally cannot fuck yourself. So, it, well, no, actually, well, depending on your toy arsenal, you kind of can fuck yourself. Wow. Well. If you have that little chest you over the bed. Get, you won't get dinner out of it. Okay, oh, this is true. This is very, <laughs> very true. Um, and then there's one very weird, weird note that I know, like, that we're both really weirded out by. The whole Jerry from Cheer story, which is Okay, so that was weird. like the thickest segue you have ever done. You just went from sex toys to child porn. Well, you may, may want to burn a little more incense for that, my friend. That, the incident still the incident for I mean, a Tuesday morning was like, what? Tuesday morning, child. 
for a Tuesday motherfucking this morning. A beautiful um, day. Okay, wait. I gotta. Okay, know, and scene. Okay, go. <laughs> the thing is. You know, I think I fell for that thing that I always tell people don't fall for, right? Like you see somebody on television and you think you see a version of someone's life. And, you know, I cried for that kid watching the cheer. It was like breaking my heart. Then all of a sudden, I remember sort of like glancing. I saw the headline and I thought that it was something like, I was like, okay, I didn't see that. Then I saw it again and I was like, wait a minute. And when I clicked on the story and I was just, my mind was just, blown and it's like wow it's that thing that you and I always say a lot of things are presented you can't believe everything and how it's presented to you and you know you just it's just wow I just don't even know what to say on that one it's so unfortunate yeah it's very, yeah. It's, it's more unfortunate for the, the victims yeah. though no that's <laughs> what I'm saying that it's unfortunate yeah, about no, it's you know what I mean it's not it's just, yeah. it's like, it's, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I mean, oh, I, I, I see what I, and I, and I told you, I told you, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney says that he's on board with considering a Supreme Court nominee before the election. All right. Okay. So, yeah, they're I'm, not, get, I'm not surprised. People were counting on him. I was like, why would you count on him? Like, he always, he, he's one of those people, like, who likes to talk a lot, but then he always toes the line. Like, well, he did, he did vote for impeachment. I mean, we'll give yeah. him, I'll give him, I'll give him a minimum of, amount of, 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 a minimum amount of respect. For but that, he did so. because he also knew that he would never be impeached. You know what I mean? It's like he he plays the thing that he knows he can play. The thing where it really counts, he always toes the line. This really counts. And people were thinking he would he would be against that. Nope, he's going to toe the line. But I think that this is a very dangerous thing they're doing. I'm like, when you keep kicking demo the democracy can and that line further and further down the line, politics are reciprocal. Things always swing back, and they come back in ways that you don't expect. And that's all I'm going to say. And I mean, I, I think, and I'll just like I think for us to keep thinking that the Republican Party has a moral center is like expecting your cat to learn to ride a bike. It's right. never going to happen. It's right. never going to happen. And I just at this point, and I'm as outraged as you are and as everyone, mm -hmm. but at this point, I'm like, you know what? It's like stop posting the memes, stop posting the videos, stop posting reprinting Lindsey Graham's whatever it's bullshit they don't care at they all don't care and so we're just making ourselves mm -hmm. crazy at this mm -hmm. point the only thing i mean the very fact that they are doing this process during the morning period for this woman is right. really astounding it's a week-long moaning period for her family they right. sit shiva for a week. So, again, I mean, it's not to say that we're not outraged. People should be outraged. People should take to the streets. They should take to the ballot box. If you have money, donate it to Vote Blue. But, you know, this is an amoral bunch of crooks and criminals, and they do not care. So, at all. At, at all. all. So, at all. So, so people anyway. need to, And people need to be very clear. And here's another thing. No form of protest will ever be acceptable against racism will ever be acceptable to racists. So despite what they say, stay in the streets. And you better be in those election 
booths on the on the third of November. And another thing, if you're a Democrat, don't don't mail in your vote. Don't request a mail-in ballot. You see all of this shit that's happening. If you are a Democrat, get your ass to the booth. We have enough time to figure out how to get our older people there and make sure that they can vote if they need rides. Figure it out. But you see all of the shit that's already going on ahead of time with mail-in voting. It's like, do not request a mail-in voting ballot. Show up in person. And you have enough time to be planning it now. Just like everybody knows how to plan when... The new Jordans come out, the new PlayStation comes out, the new iPhone comes out. We all know how to plan when the tickets go on sale for the concerts we want to go to. Figure out a plan to vote. But you know there's going to be some fuckery with the mail-in voting. Don't be like, well, I requested a ballot and sent it in. Show up in person. I don't care if I have to wear five hazmat suits and a couture helmet. I will be at my voting booth at 6 a.m. November 3rd. That's well, it. you can also early vote. Absolutely, wherever you I'm can doing. do I'm early, it. I'm early voting, so. Yeah. Are we doing it for the presidential in New York? Are we doing? Yes. I know we we yes. just started it last time. I didn't realize we were going to do yes. it. Oh, it's a, a go on um, go online. You can just you know League of Women Voters or Vote New York. It's a good solid week of early voting, and it's weekend hours too. Oh, good. I'm going to early vote too. Then that's and in perfect. fact, in Brooklyn, they're opening up Barclays Center for it. Great. You know what, everybody? Check your state. Every state by yeah. state. Go to vote.org. Check for early voting. Do it in person. Don't leave it up to anything being mailed in. Like, we already see the fuckery that's coming down the road with that. Don't do it. Yeah. Now, on a lighter note, <laughs> can well, we I were just talking tell you about, about... We were talking about child <laughs> porn. Yeah. So, yeah, but we... Child <laughs> porn but, and, and Madonna self... And Madonna... Uh, <laughs> Fucking herself, so yeah. Which is like child porn. And her, I mean, Madonna. Ugh, I can't even. Madonna. Madonna I just never thought she would be this chick. Like she was always to me going to be like, like the coolest. She's always, she's always been this girl. Yeah, but I didn't think it would be this. This is like some other shit. It's yeah, like some well, other shit. Yeah. Like this sure. is like you know. It's like I thought anyway. Can we yeah. talk about how, like, you know, I know it's already late and this happened and blah, 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 blah. Uh, how inspiring Gladys versus Patty was. It really, their verses really got me digging back into sort of um, 70s and 80s. Just the girls who sing, man. I've been playing a lot of Joan Armour trading and going into her older albums like Shouting Stage and, and, and you know, her self-titled album and, Lots of Linda Ronstadt, going full Linda Ronstadt moments, man. Really just getting it in. And it's been really... Yeah. No, no, no. It's been been really inspiring just going back. I was listening to to Laura Nairo and just really digging into the girls and the women in the 70s and 80s that were making really great music. And they kind of all, you know, could sing. Um, I watched part of the Patty and Gladys, and I thought, you know, it, I, it was just nice to see um, the men who are in charge of these things not try to make it some bitch fest, because that's what right. men try to do all the time. And it was, you know, it was, look, they're both, there's no winner or loser when you get to hear Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight 
sit and sing and they're both wonderful women they're both right. in, they're both fountains of musical history and and they both in so many ways change the way people sing so it was just really um it was nice to see that because I find the whole versus thing to be a little head scratching sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. seems like they're just trying to make, you know, make, you know, peanut, make peanut butter and jelly out of peanut butter and mayonnaise sometimes. It's like <laughs> these two things have nothing to do with each other other than the fact that you need a, a knife to get it on the bread. But, um, Oh, yeah, God, it was that John Legend, Alicia Keys. I was like, who wants that? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Alicia Two Keys. Two very nice people, but well, they're both Keys. really nice people. Well, I mean, Alicia Keys does have the inside track on that one. I mean, that's Kinda. the husband putting their shows together, so, you know. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I, it was just very nice to see, it's just very nice to see those two women. And I think honestly, they could end it on, no pun intended, that high note and be done with it. Cause now yeah, they're right, just right. scrambling. Now they're just scrambling to find people, you know? Yeah, so you I know. Two, I thought those were, I thought actually Teddy, Riley, and Babyface and these two women were the ones that really, and, and Beanie Man and, wasn't it Beanie Man and Bounty, um, who was it, Beanie and who it else? Was, it was, uh... Bounty Killer and Beanie Man? Was that Maybe, was that I don't it? remember. Because, you know, I don't watch any of them. The only yeah, one I just I... watched was this one. And I remember yeah, that everybody I... loved that one. That was supposed to be the... the, the, the yeah, the that was really... The Dental good. one was the one that had everybody lit, 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 yeah, lit. Yeah, everybody liked. But I just think yeah. at this point, it's just like everything else. It's now people scrambling to do something to fill airtime. So I think they could easily end it at this, and then, you know, it was a good run. Well, what's going on with your 90-day fiancé? It's like, what's happening? Oh God. Okay. Um, so what's really important is because of COVID, no, seriously, this is serious shit, because not only has COVID killed people, which of course is the most horrible thing, and fucked up the education system, and fucked up our economy, and make it impossible. That's what she's the most upset about. Yeah. Okay. So those are all the most horrible things of all. Okay. Takes a breath. It's fucking up television because this is a show that is dependent on people traveling. So they right. made shorter seasons, and I have been forced—I've been forced to kind of start watching Darcy and Stacy, which I'm not even to go into what that is. But but now they're wearing masks on it too. So it is sort of interesting to see how suddenly all our television is going to have this element to it where it's going to be this reality no pun intended so anyway well, the, soap opera, the kissing scenes are being done with mannequin and the sex yes. scenes are being done with mannequins well, you know crazy. some might argue some might argue that they've always been done with mannequins if you really <laughs> see the level of soap opera acting but anyway so yeah 90 days being kind of screwed up for now and i'm scrambling because I, you know, it's not fair. I'm a good person. Like life after lockup or some shit. Oh God! You know what? Life after lockup is. I okay. I've never thought I would say this, but it's oh, true. This thing be too ratchet even for me. I, <laughs> I mean, I draw the line at like Jerry Springer and that. It's just like at this point, you know what it is. You always need, and you know this. You always need someone you're rooting for. You know, in any kind of situation, you need someone you're like, I want them to be happy. I don't want any of these people to be happy on Life After Lockup. I want them all to go away and get their tubes tied. 
And that's, you know, I actually don't like Ratchet. I was joking around about that. But honestly, <laughs> the thing is, you need someone you can root for or someone you have some, right. in, you're invested in some way. And I'm just not really, um, you know, the life after lockup. You know, these are basically all um, just, just <laughs> despicable people. So I don't, you know. But, yeah, so 90 Day is kind of, it wraps up. some new show that, you said you discovered some new show that's really going anyway, to give us like a Danish house of cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to be um, not the first one in the pool, but the fourth one in the pool to make sure the water, <laughs> you know, the water's in good shape. No, right. I, I, so I went to this, you know, for some reason, and I'm a voracious reader. I, for some reason, I haven't been reading in a while, and I can't figure out why right. it is. So I've been watching television with subtitles, so it's kind of like reading. Um, right. So after going through my great Israeli show period, I'm now in a Danish show. You did have an Israeli show, show period. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. No, they're great shows. I'm in an, uh, a Danish show period, so I watched right. Rita, which is really great. And now I'm watching Borgen, which I had read about, and it's excellent. No, it's seriously. It's sort of like a house, a Danish house of cards, but without Kevin Spacey chewing up all the scenery and much and more plausible. Allegedly. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not alleged. He said he came out. He came out. Oh, Remember? He did, he did come out, didn't he? Right, 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 he, right, right. Did he did come, come out. out. He said, he right. said, I'm a drunk and, a, and by the way, I'm gay. So, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for linking homosexuality with alcoholism, Kevin. I completely forgot about that. He sure yeah. fucking did. Yeah, he came out. <laughs> so basically, basically saying being gay is a sickness. Like alcoholism, you know? He's an asshole. But anyway, this is a very good show. It's called Borgen. It's about, like, sort of palace intrigue in the Danish mm-hmm. parliament. It stars a whole bunch of people I've never heard of. Um, and it's a woman prime minister, and it's really, really good. And for the, mm-hmm. it's really good. I, I, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Well, um, I'm excited because, you know, this week is like a homosexual um, doubleheader. First, tonight starts in the UK, which means I'll watch it late night online, The Great British Bake Off, Series 12. And it is coming on here on Netflix, and it's going to be airing new episodes on Saturdays on Netflix. Okay. So that makes me very, very excited. I like people in the tent getting upset, crying, trying to make pastries that none of us have ever heard of. It's like my favorite thing. And Milan Farmer has a three-part documentary piece that's coming on Amazon Prime on the 25th. It's called... And I'm really excited to see it. Okay. <laughs> you know. That sounds so, good. Because it's been like, n- like none of my TVs come back. Like, you know, I, you know, I like Survivor, but Survivor right. got cut short because of the pandemic. I like I The Amazing Race. I think we're living Survivor right now. I mean, it kind of, it kind of feels like that would take, except we do have takeout. I think every time we leave the house, we're living Survivor, you know? It definitely um, feels a bit like that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I almost feel like we don't have to do it. Um, Do you want to talk real, real fast about the Emmys and then this Michael yeah. Jordan thing? or? Um, did you uh, watch the Emmys? I didn't watch it. I watched bits and pieces of it in between, a flip in between that, the basketball game, and the football game. Okay. What did you think? I mean, obviously it had to be done uh, distancy. Uh, how did you think they pulled it off? 
I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought that the skits after I'm not a person who likes a bunch of skits. And I feel like after a while it just became too many skits, and I, I'm never one of those people. It's like, oh, I think this needs more skits. Yeah. I did like, I saw it more the next day, but I did like the idea of them sending someone in a hazmat suit to your house in case you yeah. did win the Emmy, and then going, mm-hmm. see ya, and walking away. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like the Shit's Creek one, and a lot of black actors won, which is great, you know? Yeah, and, Regi- and deserving. I thought Regina King is amazing. Zendaya, yeah. I thought that was super fierce that she won that award, you know? Um, Succession won, which is a really great show. Um, I love Schitt's Creek. I know it's not like inventing the wheel, but there's just something so funny and so sweet natured about it. And it's also, I like the fact that there are gay characters and black characters and all sorts of different characters. And it's never like, it's like whatever. They're just there. They don't make like a big, it's not not like, it's not there. They're not there as a gag. They're just part of the story, which is all really which is all people of black people and people of color asking for, you know, a little bit of what's happening right now, I have to say, seeming like now it's like, give everything to black people and black people are winning everything, which is great, but I don't need it to seem like a fad of the moment. Everybody just, we just want equal treatment in there equally. Like, like that show, we're there, we're part of the fabric. It's not like this special unicorn that comes trotting out across the room. Oh, yeah. crazy girl. But um, anyway, yeah, I... like, <laughs> I, I want to find some new TV to watch because, um, you know, I take your suggestions on stuff because, you know, the only thing I watch is sports and law and order, to be really honest. It used to yeah. be the news, but I am so beat up. Like, I'm really not ready for the ugliness that's about to be going on for the next couple of weeks around this Supreme Court seat. It's just... Just when we thought it couldn't get any uglier, I feel like we're about to ratchet it up to like fucking thirty-eight. And I'm just Don't I, I need them. something. I, I need something else to divert my mind to on TV that's not that. And yeah. just the Giants have decided that we're going to just suck, and the Jets have decided, oh, we're going to suck. And now Saquon Barkley has a torn ACL. It's just like we just. We just can't win, no matter what team we have in New York. The closest that we got this year to winning anything was the Islanders. They got really close to the Stanley Cup final. But all of our other teams, we just suck. Yeah. Well, we're rebuilding, as they say. <laughs> 18 years in, we're still fucking we're rebuilding. rebuilding. <laughs> we're rebuilding. It's like the it's like the LIE and the BQE. We're we're doing we're rebuilding. You know, it'll t- it'll take a minute. Have you been still going? Have you been doing your volunteer work? Are you still going down on yes. Sundays and feeding yes. the people? No, I don't go Sunday anymore. I go Thursdays because I can get more free food. <laughs> you laugh. It's true. It's keeping me alive. No, I go on, I go on Thursdays and I actually it's it's also my workout. <laughs> the person who goes to help and leaves with a bag. Full of shit. Like, honey, your ice cream sandwich moment, you were like, I need the ice cream sandwich. But I wasn't taking those from anybody because nobody wanted them. Um, I, um, no, I mean, you know, I don't take a lot of stuff. I just, if they they have, I take it. But it's also my workout because I'm going down steps and lugging up like 10 bags of potatoes and then going down steps and lugging. So that is literally my, uh, in honor of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that's what I'm doing. I'm lugging sacks of potatoes up the steps. It's very, 
I feel very like a peasant running away from the Cossacks. It's great. No, I like it. I've always liked it. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I said. I mean, we were both raised in households where you you try to do good shit for people. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, it's important. I don't have the money to give to people, so I figure I can do this. And it's Indeed. community. It's important to have community, especially now when we're so isolated from each yeah. other. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's important to have that. Uh, what else did we want to did, Was there anything else that we wanted to, to open? Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan uh, teaming up with Danny Hamill to form a new NASCAR racing team, and they've hired Bubba, John, Bubba Wallace to be one of the drivers. I mean, I think they should call it uh, DWB, the DWB team. Hey, what would that be? Driving while black. <laughs> you don't think that's fucking, can you imagine the amazing merch they could get out of that? It, come on, Clinton, you heard marketing. That would be that would, amazing merch. It would actually be fierce and it would just, the, the heads would explode. And I think I would love it just for the explosion of the head. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That would be, talk about a gag. That would be, come on. You get a bunch of like black, young, black. Honey, right. Strapping. Let them all be hot and savage. Right. I'm down with DWB. Yeah, you know me. It would be. I, I, I could give a rat's ass about Michael Jordan or NASCAR, right, but I right. could watch that to see a bunch of black guys. Right, in the driving while black, in the driving while black car. Wait, and then they have to have, the commentators have to say it every time. There's the driving while black car. Driving while black is coming around the corner. Right, really. And then they could have the white referees. What do they have in NASCAR? Do they have referees? Who's, who decides these yeah, things? It's just, um, I think how does it work? Well, there's the um, thing, and there's the flag person, and there's the thing with the light, and it blinks, it blinks like that. Yeah, I don't think we have like somebody in a yellow shirt throwing down, down a flag. But I, don't I mean, know. I, don't I think they're cheerleaders, right? Aren't they like cheerleaders? No, or, I, don't I know. No, there are the girls. They're those car girls that have the little bra top and little short shorts. There are girls. I, I do know I they're girls. I think you're thinking of Dukes of Hazard, but I don't know. No, they are, I'm telling you, I think really? they come out and they stand by the be, thing yeah. with the flag and they're like, girl. Yeah, that might be, yeah, that might be, yeah, car girls. Well, anyway, NASCAR, <laughs> if you're listening, I am giving this to you. DWB. <laughs> that is hilarious. My gift. Every once in a while, I with a good one. Well, I, I mean, the level of mortification, they would be like, oh, can I just say right. this? So, you know, they use them back for a new season. <clears throat> and I know people don't want to like Megan McCain, but her hair has been looking fabulous on this That's new season. I don't know who's doing her hair makeup. They're new. But she's looked great <laughs> this entire time coming back. That hair has been beat. She's been giving you a different hairstyle every day, and her face has been beat. I'm like, you better serve Megan McCain. I know uh, everybody hates you, but I like you, and have, I appreciate the this, beat. Uh, her gestation period seems to be that of an elephant. When is she having <sighs> this baby? No, seriously. Has she not been she, pregnant since, like, well, February? She, she, <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, my God, Amy. That's, 
horrible. Yes, yes. <laughs> she's, I, I, she's eight and a half months. She's eight okay. and a half months. So she, she it should be coming up. She's the only person on this show. But you know what's really funny? First of all, and so she, we haven't even seen her pregnant, really. It's like she's always been sitting down. So there's been no, there's no footage of her walking out there really showing being pregnant, which is we quite have no, weird. So she's we have no proof. We have no proof that she's pregnant. How do we know that she's pregnant? It could be like Beyonce. She's just telling people she's pregnant. And then, and oh my then God, you remember the conspiracy where, yeah. where people were like, I remember <clears throat> before it was even announced she was pregnant, I had come to um, the Roseland show and I was backstage and everything. I went and said, I would say hi to her, give her a hug and everything. And then Leah walks up to me. She's like, hey. And I remember looking at Leah and I was like, Leanne, <laughs> um, <laughs> you do know that I know a pregnant person when I see one, right? And she just looked at me and said, I, 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 I <laughs> ran off, did not answer me. But I was like, so I, I, so I thought it was funny when people were trying to act like she wasn't pregnant. I'm like, if you were ever really around her during that period, she was very clearly a pregnant woman. So well, it's... I- it, it's so weird the shit that people want to believe. That that was that was one of the strangest ones to me. I'm like, she is a human being, you know. Like, human beings can get pregnant. Like, why would she take the effort to walk around and pretend to be pregnant? That doesn't even make sense in any me, stretch of the imagination. Law and order, they do that all the time, and then they find a pregnant person <laughs> and steal their baby. Courtney. Anyway, I think Megan McCain, um, I want proof that she's pregnant because you know in like three weeks she's going to just find uh, a blonde-haired baby from a prominent Puerto Rican family and present it as her child. Listen, I, you know, I really appreciate it. Listen, I have friends, I have friends that are Republican. Like, we agree on more shit than we disagree, and most of us just don't talk politics. We know we don't agree on certain shit. And I don't always think the thing that she's saying don't make sense. Yeah, listen, I, I feel like not everything she says is wrong. I think her delivery definitely turns people off, so that I completely understand. But it, it, it's just certain times when she says certain things, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound crazy to me, you know? You're, you're a better man than I am. I think she's I a complicit cunt, and I can't stand her. You're, everybody says that. Nobody ever agrees no. with you. I, 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 I think, <laughs> and what I actually don't like, there's many things I don't like about her. I think right. that she's, she's nasty. I think that she's a fake feminist. And I also Ooh. don't like the fact that she uses her little, I'm a millennial, I listen to hip-hop stuff as a cover. Jesus, yeah, I, uh, have the damn baby, you know, have the damn, you know, she's got that job because her, of her father, which is fine, you know, nepotism, I got my job because of my uncle Hal. You did? So, no, he's not my uncle, and Lynn, I told you, Lyndon is not my real last name, I mean, it's my I'm real just, last wait, name. Uh, wait, hold on, what it's are you talking about? Real last name. It's my real last name. But it is not the original family name from um, old country. I, I love how when you they, come flipping that out. I t- I'm like, no, you have not told me that. What, what is the original family last name? My father was born David Lensky. And my father changed his name in the 50s because oh. he was had gotten out of college and he was mm-hmm. trying to get work in, like, 
advertising and media, and it was at the sort of height of the McCarthy communism thing, and they were like, well, that sounds a little ethnic, so he changed it. <laughs> Got it. And I'm assuming after he wanted to keep an L, so I'm assuming Lyndon Boulevard had something to do with it because he's from Brooklyn. Oh. And, you know, I'm assuming that played into it. Either that. Right. So, but I am not an heir to the Lyndon chocolate chip cookie empire. Oh, I love those cookies. I know. Me too. <laughs> I love those me too. You know me what too. I love? Those Andy's uh, Thin Mints. Do you like those Thin Mints? I love yes. Thin Mints. I love Thin Mints. Grandma. Yes, very my grandmother used to get them, and she used to keep yep. them in the freezer. It's really cold. Yep. That yep. and after eight. She would also have after uh, eight. I love after eight, especially cold yeah, those after are good eight. Too. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. And, and yeah, those are all grandma things, and they put it in the little glass bowl, and you have, could have one or something mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, anyway, now we're thinking about food, and I'm getting hungry. I know. <laughs> I know. My my shit. Can, it's so funny. Like I was gonna say, what new music should we talk about this week? But there's been like nothing even exciting to talk about. It's yeah, like, I haven't heard anything. I haven't. No. I've just been. I've been replaying. I don't even know what I've been listening to lately. I can't even think. That's how in not inconsequential, but it just it just feels like music has come out and gone, and nothing's really clicking right now. This, but this is what I say about what streaming has done. Like. In certain ways, streaming is amazing. Everything is at your fingertips. But now you get, you know, people are fighting to be on these playlists and 50 songs are dumped in your lap. It's not the same as when there was a whole marketing plan and things were promoted. You got to see videos and they were campaigns. Yeah. And you really got to develop and fall in love with an artist. Now I feel like so much stuff comes across my lap. And there'll be things that I like, but it's 40 albums. So it's like, all right. Things make yeah. one or two listens, and I'm moving on, moving on. And then you even forget to go back to some of those things that ran across your desk that you might like because there's just so much dropping on your lap. And you also and don't have to make almost like the physical effort to listen to it. It's just click, right. click. You don't have to get up, go through your CDs or whatever. It's like click, no. click. So that changes it too, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Well, all right, kids. It's been another charming charming episode of uh listening party podcast presents i'm gonna let you finish um remember to follow us on facebook at at i'm gonna let you finish we're really active there we're we're there all day like there's always stuff being posted we're always talking on twitter finish ima we're really active there as well we're active on instagram at i'm gonna let you finish and why and uh you know, remember, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, SoundCloud, Mariah Carey's Kitchen. You can find us any and everywhere. Anything else you want to say to the kids, Amy? What do you want to say to the kids before we go? Um, No, I just, you know, once again, and it, it, stay safe. This is not over. Wear a mask. Stop bitching yeah. about wearing a mask. Wear yeah. a mask. Stay safe. That's it. I mean, really, you know, we're both of the same thing. It's just, it's not over. Stay safe, please. That's please, it. please, like, no one, and here's a little bit of a newsflash. No one likes wearing a mask. No one. I know, I know people may no think one. because we're all trying to find stylish ones to go with our outfits to make it look cute. But that's because we're trying to find stylish ones to go with our outfits because we have to wear a mask. Nobody, Nobody. wants to be wearing 
mask. I've been yeah. washing my hands so much, my hands are so damn dry that I have to put them in a vat of paraffin wax. Oh my to god! Just get I the know. moisture back in my hands. I know. Okay, it's I'm not bad. enjoying it. <laughs> are, yeah. are you having that same issue, like from oh, washing your hands so well, much? I, yeah, my hands are dry. It's not as bad as it was because I don't go out as much. But, yeah, right. I mean, it's just like every once in a while, and not to end it on a downer, but every once in a while I'll go, oh, yeah, it's still here. We're in better shape in New York, but we could right. be in un- we could be in unbetter shape really fast. So, please, And because uh, I know someone in New York who passed away recently from COVID, it was a yeah. reminder. It's like, oh, yeah, these numbers may be low, but it's still here. It's still here. So be safe. Be, you know, um, just wear a mask. And vote, vote, vote. I'm going to say it. We're going to say it every show until the election. Yeah, early voting. Well, no, yeah, because there are some states that people listen to us where early voting has started. So vote, vote, vote. Vote. And if you're a Democrat, vote in person. Do not request to go in person. You already see the fuckery that is, that is coming up with these mail-in votes. Don't hand that to them and then sit back and be like, I can't believe it, but I, I mailed in my ballot. It's like, yeah, right. Vote in person. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Deuces. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.